Hey, it is David Pride from the Pushing Through Podcast, and boy, it's been a long time since I've done one of these, and so for the uh, you know two and a half listeners I have floating out there in the world, I thought I'd share today uh, kind of a unique take instead of uh, just uh, kind of uh, going off some pre-planned content, I figured I'd, I'd read to you my latest blog, which of course you can find at davidpridespeaks.com. And the reason I thought it was kind of timely is just because right now it seems so many of us are living in such a divisive time um, that we kind of shoot off from the hip with the things that we say to each other without ever considering each other's feelings or background. And I am a total hypocrite when it comes to this because I say some some pretty mean things sometimes because I'm pretty good with my words and some shocking things and other things. And uh, if anything, this blog is more of a reminder to myself but I thought it might be interesting for those of you who listen as the feedback I've gotten is that some of you like these more uh, personalized stories. So here we go. You can find this blog at davidpridespeaks.com. I like to make people laugh. It's probably one of my favorite things to do. And it's part selfish and part the entertainer in me. I like to make people feel good too. So if that means I'm hosting a dinner party, standing on stage telling a funny story, or hanging out with a new friend, I like there to be laughter. And with that laughter comes joy. I guess more accurately, I like joy. I genuinely love being happy, laughing, and having fun. Usually this is a good thing, and this is also probably not a wild statement for you to be reading or listening to, because who among us doesn't like being happy or feeling joyful? But sometimes my love for making others laugh can lead to a new relationship, adventures, or new memories. On the flip side, my love of making others laugh can sometimes lead to hurt feelings and misunderstandings. Those times when my sharp-witted comment that was meant to be just a joke is taken very seriously. One of the first times I realized the power we wield with our open mouths was during a presentation that was taking place in northern New Hampshire. At the time, I was involved and very active with a multi-level marketing business that required me to be on the road five to six nights a week. Two of those nights would be invested in what we referred to as open opportunity meetings. This was essentially a public meeting held in a hotel room where fellow independent business owners invited friends, family, and any other random person they met to come and check out the business opportunity we believed we had to offer them. The meeting would last roughly 50 minutes and it would consist of myself and usually one other person tag teaming a presentation about our compensation plan. I loved it. I really did. I was roughly 20 years old and had all the energy in the world and I loved the idea that what I was doing was potentially helping other people make a living. Well, one night our meeting was kicking off and I was first on deck to lead the plan and I was ripping through the opening like a pro, like I always did. I told my classic jokes that always got laughs and a few new ones that just popped into my head as I led the crowd through a whirling presentation that was part inspiration, partly financial, and mostly pure excitement. Before I handed the marker off to a cohort, a new joke was birthed that I knew I just had to tell. You see, at the time, the swine flu was all the rage. It seemed like you couldn't turn on the radio or the television without hearing breaking news about a new case or scary symptoms, much like the coronavirus is today, in fact, which I do believe in and don't think is a hoax. Every time I heard newscasters say the name, quote, swine flu, all I could think of were funny pig jokes. So I thought tonight would be the perfect night to test one out on this new crowd. So as I was wrapping up my portion of the plan, I let myself indulge in some swine flu humor. And it started like this. 
Speaking of wild trends, have you all been following the swine flu epidemic? Well, the crowd nodded. It sure seems crazy to me. All I know is that when I was in high school, the swine flu was that feeling you got after you found yourself making out with the fat chick at prom. I waited for uproarious laughter, but it never came. It was crickets, and worse than crickets, it was offensive and hurtful and selfish, and worse, in the front row sat a woman in a red dress who identified with my ignorant joke the one I felt so inclined to make. And before my eyes, I watched her shrink in her chair as if my joke were directed at her. I tried to recover from the offense, but the damage was clearly done. It's a funny thing about hurtful jokes that I'm still struggling to accept. They're selfish. Oftentimes a hurtful joke about someone's features, intelligence, or family is said because the joke teller feels it's okay as long as other people laugh But that's not the case. And please do realize one thing right now. This entire blog makes me a hypocrite. I still tell jokes that some people would deem inappropriate. I no longer share those quips from the stage, but around a family dinner table, you can count me as guilty. Sometimes it just makes it easier for me to deal with a situation that I feel anxious about. A sly joke that's slightly off color can break the ice if timed perfectly and at no one's expense who sits at the table. The challenge is, my words also have power. As a professional speaker, my words can mean the difference between getting referred to another event or not. Around my dinner table, I don't have to worry about being referable, but my words have power just the same. Many times the hurtful things I'm tempted to say are just selfish and serve only one purpose, making me feel better for that moment. Recently, I was perusing Twitter and saw a tweet from a relative that reminded me of this lesson. In this tweet, my family member was making a joke about people who are so, quote, lazy that they use automatic wheelchairs to get around theme parks. He went on to comment about their weight and size and characteristics, and this tweet caught the eye of someone who was offended by his statement, and they rebutted his comments, to which he responded, I've learned my lesson. Don't tweet about fat people even if you are from a mostly fat family. Well, being overweight and a member of the same family, and there's only a few of us, I can only imagine that the fat comment was directed at me. I read the tweet a few times, trying to see it from other angles, but soon realized they probably were just trying to be funny. If I asked about it, I'd be told it's just a joke. But truth to me, it didn't feel like a joke. It felt like an insult. Just as that woman likely felt long ago when I had a joke that I just had to tell. Our words have power. Hundreds of academics have shared with us warnings about the power of our declarations. Pearl Hurd says handle them carefully for words have more power than atom bombs. Jessamine West says a broken bone can heal but the wound of a word can fester forever. In Ephesians 4.29, we read, Let no corrupting talk come out of your mouths, but only such is good for building up, as fits the occasion, that it may give grace to those who hear. And in the Quran, you can find kind speech and forgiveness are better than charity followed by injury. 2.26.3 Those of us who fancy ourselves as wordsmiths have the force of the pen, and that we have the force of our wagging tongues, and we have a unique set of skills and now a unique set of responsibilities. We've got to use that power for good. We cannot complain about others who tweet awful statements and they start wars with their words. 
and make fun of others if we ourselves cannot tame the tiger within our cage. Our words have power. Let's use that power to build each other up instead of tear each other down, even if it's just a joke. Thank you guys again for listening. I'll be back uh, hopefully in the next week. And you can find me at davidpridespeaks.com. And if you have any comments, feel free to reach out to me through my website. Or you can find me on all social media at David A. Pride.